You are listening to a five-minute version of Words of Life, a message of hope from the Salvation Army. We usually begin the new year with good intentions. Whether or not we have a specific list of New Year's resolutions, we may hope to do better with our lives or perhaps our fortunes. We may be sufficiently satisfied if the new year proves not to be as bad as the one that just ended. We may hope to be better people in the new year. Many people do have a kind of clean slate feeling, even a sense of a new start as they begin a new year. At the least, most of us wonder what will be different in our world and in how we will live our lives in it. In today's meditation, we will emphasize how each day has meaning for us if we allow God's kingdom to affect how we live that day. This is living in the hope, not merely with the hope. Our hope is a point-blank confrontation carried out by Christians who refuse to compromise with the ways of hatred and unrighteousness and who insist on living a holiness of radical compassion, righteousness, and justice. Living in the hope is living the hope now. For a follower of Jesus, hope is a strategy for today. You and I are the implementers of that strategy. Many Christians, however, have missed the point and settled into a comfortable complacency. They may wonder why God has waited so long to send Christ back for the second advent. They may have settled down and become willing waiters for Christ to come and clean up the world's mess, which they themselves have done so little to clean up. Some have fallen prey to elaborate last times schemes, calming their uncertainty by embracing predictions based on questionable data, forced interpretations of Scripture, or some would-be modern prophet's claims. Predictably, the predictions never do pan out. It's worth our remembering that Jesus himself claimed he didn't know the time of its coming either. I imagine God himself is wondering why so many Christians are content to live in a cloud of despair and self-imposed powerlessness, while clinging to the prospect that someday When God's kingdom comes, their problems will be resolved and life will be happy. Did they forget that Jesus announced the kingdom had come and was already living among them, his disciples? That the kingdom was similar to living seeds someone else planted in the ground, seeds that his disciples were to nurture and harvest, that they themselves were to be bearers of gospel light so convincingly by their good works that others would see the glory of God in their midst. That in Revelation 21.5, John saw Jesus saying in the present tense, Look, I am making all things new. Perhaps the return of Christ has been delayed for so long because we Christians have not taken the kingdom of God seriously as a reality already implanted in the world by Jesus, a kingdom in which and by which he actually expects us to live our daily lives. We have copped out by postponing it and endlessly future predicting it. The good news is that the kingdom is present today, and we have the privilege of living in it by following Jesus, 
He gives us the confidence to refuse to live by the loyalties and values of the present world order. He makes us equal to the soul-shaping challenge of choosing love over hate, humility over power addiction, reckless faith in Him over our timid plans, reconciliation over alienation. He shows us the way by gathering the poor and oppressed and inviting them to accept the privilege of living in a kingdom they never thought possible for the likes of them. He lives the kingdom of God in a world order where it doesn't fit. And he invites and trusts us to do the same. Thanks for listening. To hear the full version of this week's episode, subscribe to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit SalvationArmySoundcast.org.